Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer. Good morning. It is time to get up with the Sunday showdown. Mahomes, magnificent, but Burrow was brilliant and his Bengals were better. Are they now the team to beat in the AFC? Why? On the same day, oh no, not one, but two critical quarterbacks go down and only one will get back up. Devastating news for a Super Bowl contender. And then the new favorites are the Cowboys after the D in Big D last night stood for destruction. We've got all that and a whole lot more as we get up with you starting right now. Delighted you were there on a Monday. Hope you had a wonderful Let's get it. Weekend. Rex is back. Is ready to go. Yeah. And we begin. Rex is back. The whole crew is back and we're ready to go. We start with the game of the day yesterday in the afternoon. What a battle between the two young superstar quarterbacks, uh. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase making his return from injury as well for Cincinnati. So the stage was set for an AFC showdown and everybody came to play, including MVS. This is after a second down shot that they missed. Third down, all out pressure. Patrick guts him down the middle of the field. 42 yards. Chiefs keep a drive alive. Third Quarter down 14 10, third and four. Isaiah Pacheco. Very impressed yesterday with the Chiefs' patience and efficiency running the football. Third and goal, they punch it in. 17 14 KC. Now we're tied at 17. This is a third down play MVS again. Man to man coverage. I like Patrick peeking backside. He allows the high pylon to win man to man. MVS uses his frame to go make the catch. Later in the drive, this is fourth and goal. Gotta have it. Hey, RC, you know you like to compare him to Michael Jordan. Air Jordan! We almost lost it late. This is a great play by Patrick. Patrick Mahomes uses his legs, his physicality, and also his fearlessness to get into the end zone. They would take a good long look and rule that he did break the plane before the fumble. Acrobatic touchdown Chiefs up 24-17. Early fourth now. Chiefs up 24-20. Here's a big moment, which you can't do is create the critical turnover. One of the very short times that we've seen Travis Kelsey fail this year. Pratt not only punches, but then rips away at the ball. The defense for Cincinnati knew. They got to find a way to get a takeaway. Huge moment in this game. Ensuing Cincinnati drive. They've got Chase. They've got Higgins. And don't forget, they've also got Tyler Boyd. Had one bad drop in this game, but he holds this one on third down. We're going to break this one down later. I love it. Third and four. Find a way to get one of your best playmakers a ball in space. And then they got another playmaker. Chris Evans going to give the Bengals the lead. Yeah, because of all the other playmakers. That's how he comes, <laughs> he comes up. I wouldn't cover me. Great job by Joe finding him. Next, Kansas City possession. Just over four minutes to go. This is a third down play. Uh, Holmes is back, and they're going to get him. It's the second time all game that they only rushed three people. They got eight guys in coverage. Patrick got nowhere to go with the football. Only third and three. Sack. Huge moment. Fourth down. Rex, are they going to go for it? No, they're going to kick it. They're going to kick it. Why? Well, I would have kicked it, too. <laughs> Harrison Butker from I like 55. The he had the distance, but he misses it right. So the Chiefs need the ball back. Will Joe Burrow give it back? Here's a third down. Play. Get the ball to your playmaker, and then up Higgins the block out on the perimeter. That's huge. Jamar lowers his shoulder. Then on third and eleven, again another playmaker on the perimeter. Really unique coverage that Kansas City presents. The throw, the ball placement by Joe Burrow is absolutely special. They never give it back. Take a look at those two. Let's talk after the game. 
the persuasion is just kind of I just you stay out there and just hope that he calls it. Um, uh, get the fourth down uh, chance, but we paid Bucker, and we have one of the best kickers in the league, so we trust in him in those moments, and he's made a lot of big kicks. So uh, this one didn't go our way, but if we're in that moment again, I, I trust he'll make it. Our team knows what it takes to win those kind of games. It's, it's December now. This is when we start to turn it up. We just find ways to win these games. That's all there is to say about it. Oh, no, there isn't. Uh, there's a lot more to say about it than just that. And we can go a little picture on this game, but I want to start big because you made a fascinating comparison the first thing you said to me this morning. Listen, throughout the game, you heard Tony Romo refer to Patrick Mahomes as Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan never had a Joe Burrow. He never had a guy that he couldn't beat. Michael Jordan started out early, and, you know, they had the Magics and they had the Birds, but once he became the man, there was no one who could contest him. Joe Burrow has beaten Patrick Mahomes three times in a calendar year. Joe Burrow has the type of poise. Joe Burrow makes the type of plays and understands these big moments, to me, more than any other quarterback in the AFC, aside from Patrick Mahomes. When you look at this game yesterday, the thing that struck me was all throughout the week, you could tell the Cincinnati Bengals had no fear. Whether it was Jamar Chase talking to Justin Reed about what the offense was going to do, the poise that we saw from Joe Burrow. And defensively, they believe with defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo, who should get some head coaching looks next year, they believe believe that they have what it takes to stop Patrick Mahomes, to confuse him, to go in and out of different coverages and make football hard for him. If there's a team that the, that the Kansas City Chiefs don't want, to don't want to see in the playoffs, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, because you always tell me styles make fights. What is it about Cincinnati that gives Kansas City so much trouble? Well, first off, Kansas City can't match up with them. Right. The, yeah. the defensive coordinator on the other side, all right, Steve Spagnola, he, all, he loves playing man coverage. All right, to his own detriment. And why? Because they cannot cover against Jamar Chase. No. 100% you get beat. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get beat with T. Higgins. Mm -hmm. So those two guys alone are going to beat you, not, not uh, counting Boyd. The other thing is the best man cover beater as a quarterback is Joe Burrow. Yeah. Nobody, oh, you're going to play man? He's like, hold up, i got to <laughs> stop laughing, dude, because i, I got to make a decision. It's tough. i got to throw it to Chase. i got to throw it to Higgins. i got to throw it to Boyd. I don't know. i can throw it all over the darn place. And look, Spagnuolo changes things up enough, but they almost need to throw away the man cover. Yeah. You know what I feel like happened yesterday, and has been happening the last few weeks? Like, Joe Burrow has been knocking on the door and saying, hey, everybody, while I know you're all busy talking about Mahomes and Josh Allen, Mahomes and Josh Allen, Mahomes and Josh Allen, that you sort of forgot about me, but I'm the one who was in the Super Bowl last year. Because the other two guys are like Marvel characters, right? Like, one guy is, yeah. they're both like superheroes. What does he do that makes him so special? He's always got the answer. He, he has, he's Allen Iverson, essentially. The, mm. the answer. Like, whatever question a defense is going to ask him, he knows exactly what the answer to that question is. Third and four, I want to get Jamar Chase on a short post. You're playing the perfect defense if you're the Chiefs. It's covered three. Three guys are into that spot. Third and four, keep two hands on the ball, get the check down. Because that's the only way to throw the ball. The question is, if I play cover three, the perfect defense against you, do you know what to do? Yes, I do. First and ten, now you're only going to get a three-man rush here. And instead of panicking, Joe's like, wait, wait, wait. Now the fourth guy's committed, now go. He waits for that very single moment, then get down. This is one of my favorite clips of the game. Third and two. Motion your receiver out of the backfield. You're trying to outflank the defense. Well, what happens if we play in and out coverage? RC knows this. Yep. I outleverage the flat. I outleverage the stick. Well, the answer is I get to number three, put it on his left shoulder away from that yeah. defender. So three different questions there. We play zone, take it away. Do you know what to do with the ball? Yep. We play cover, you know, eight-man drop, only three-man rush. Do you know what to do with the ball? Yep. 
Third down, we're going to out-leverage everything in man. Do you know what to do? That's the thing with Joe. And you heard it say in the post-game press conference when he said, well, it's December now. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just turns it into that different mode. That's why I said last week he's a grim reaper. I agree. Yeah. I don't think Kansas City wants any part of seeing Cincinnati. No. So that's the big picture. And it is endlessly fascinating, and we can continue to discuss it. But there are small picture conversations yeah. to be had as well. And you heard Burrow, excuse me, Mahomes addressing it after the game. Fourth down. In a spot where the quarterbacks are clearly both getting hot, mm-hmm. Andy Reid elects to try the 55-yard field goal. What do we think well, of the Well, decision? to me, I think it's hard to question Andy Reid. And this was a game where points were at a premium because you understood how close it was going to be. And you don't want to go for it on fourth down and give the football to that team there, I think, and say to yourself, okay, we've gifted them this field position, even though missing the field goal puts them there. Andy Reid believes in this kicker. He's got a hell of a leg. We've seen him connect from this distance. And as Patrick Mahomes said, we expect him to make this kick the next time. When you see what Lou Anarumo is doing in the second half and what's happened in the second half of the last two games as well, I think Andy Reid was listening or, or thinking about what his yeah. film study said, what history has said, and he went with what, the be- what was the best can, decision to me. Can I respond to that, though? I, well, I agree. And respectfully with Andy Reid, put the ball in the quarterback's hands. Here's the reality. We've said this about Patrick for years, right? Don't give Patrick Mahomes the chance with the ball. Don't give Joe Burrow the chance with the ball. Now, mm. even if you make that kick, there's going to be three minutes left and it's a tie game. You're going to lose that game if you're Kansas City. Joe Burrow will find a way to go down and win that game. Put the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands. He's earned that right. If you, if you lose the game because he doesn't convert, you lose the game because your best player doesn't get it done. Yeah, see, I, I look at it this way. I, I thought for sure they would kick the, uh, you know, attempt the field goal. Now, the only reason they missed it is because the operation was off. But that, that being uh, said... He's showing confidence in his defense, too. It's not just about that offense. No, you should, because he's worried about the long roll, the long haul. That defense, you're going to look at that that defense in there and say, what, you had no faith in us? And, yeah, maybe they shouldn't. Okay, maybe they shouldn't. But this is about trying to get to a Super Bowl. I think he would send a horrible message to his defense. If I was a defense coordinator, I'd be like, no, the heck with that. I want to stop him. And, and to me, I think that was the message. But, I mean, for, in fairness, they had a chance to stop him at the end, right. and they did. And they did so, it. Well, they did. <clears throat> it's one thing to go down without letting your best player. I mean, what he's saying is, let's let our best player be the reason we win or lose. Right. And so, but you're saying you're worried about your defense. No, no, I, I, I just, I'm trying to. I think there's more than just one player you got. Yeah. And, and to I know, me, but Patrick Mahomes is more than just no, one player. No, I, I get it. But I'm saying this is that you make these kicks all the time. Yeah. Like, this kicker's one of the best kickers in the league. I'm going to go ahead and take the three points, make you drive at 75 yards. And yeah, I, I that think, was what I think he was going to do. We're, we're, I, we're, I mean, we're just in I a different place, too, though, to where these kicks are more commonplace. We're not in that place in the world to where dudes don't make these type of kicks in pressure moments. And I believe that's what Andy Reid saw in his kicker, but also in his team. All right, yeah. so the big picture, fascinating. The little picture, equally so, and we're just getting started on this Monday as we continue looking back on a fascinating football-filled Sunday. Oh, no, in San Francisco. Are the 49ers Super Bowl dreams finished after Jimmy G goes down with a foot. We've got the very latest. Plus, an incredible fourth quarter explosion from the Cowboys. Are they now the team to beat in the NFC? The numbers say yes, and you'll hear why as we roll on. It's Get Up on ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. You're watching Get Up. We are brought to you by Cricket. Smile, you're on Cricket. All right, back to yesterday's highlights, or in this case, not-so-highlights. 49ers and Dolphins, and it's Kyle Shanahan against his former assistant, Mike McDaniel, and all that storyline became completely irrelevant once this happened. Jimmy G, Dan, goes down. It's a foot. He will require season-ending surgery. I don't know if there's a guy in the NFL that has worse luck than Jimmy Garoppolo. You're on a Super Bowl-caliber football team, and you get hurt again. This is heartbreaking for a guy who's been playing good football. All right, so at least for yesterday and for the foreseeable future, it will be to this man, the rookie, Brock Purdy. He was Mr. Irrelevant in this past year's draft. He's got players, though. You see it right there. Kick it to the flat for Juszczyk. Ayuk makes a little bit of a perimeter block, walking touchdown. Tie game in the second quarter. Come on! George Kittle. That's big time right there. Defensive end, unblocked, zero pressure. Throw the post as you're getting hit, big time play. And then he's going to find another one of his weapons. It's Kristen McCaffrey. How many times a game can you do this, right? That's the difference between this football team offensively and last year's. They got plenty of playmakers. RC, he can do it at least one more time. Here's McCaffrey touchdown. What's big about this play, there was a drop right before this by CMC. He goes right back to him, makes the perfect throw. Niners up 17-10 at the half. You know what? Rex Ryan, Tua did not look comfortable in this third quarter. And and that's the thing. He he never trusted his protection, Greeny. That's what I was seeing. He was... He was skittish in the pocket all day. Niners turned that turnover into a field goal, and then here comes another Danny. Uh, see how his eyes are inside for so long? That forces a little bit of an Aaron throw where it's high and inside for Tyreek Hill. Ball gets tipped, just an uncharacteristic miss for Tua. 23 in San Francisco. Now, Tua would still have Tyreek Hill, and he would still be wide open. Yeah, peak the backside safety. <laughs> he stays down low on the in route and then throw the big post over the top. 
Miami right back in the football game. But Dolphins next drive down 26-17. Here comes Nick Bosa. Pass rushers. I mean, both tacklers yeah. are out for Miami. You get in those obvious passing situations where you can't get the ball out for short completions. Bosa finishes the game. Two or three turnovers. Niners go on to win, but that's not the story of the day. Jimmy G, done for the year. Uh, it's brutal for us. It's brutal for him. Losing two starting quarterbacks in one season. Uh, it sucks, um, but uh, I think this is a resilient team with a lot of really good players and a really talented defense and talented offense. And you know, hopefully, we can uh, rally around Brock and um, you know just continue to get dubs. Uh, look, I mean, this is a team that last week I, I feel like half the people I know had in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I will ask you as directly as it can be asked, Ryan Clark, is that conversation now over? The conversation isn't over, but the conversation has changed. And I wanted to come here and say, nah, they can still do the same thing. But we got to stop disrespecting Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo has won way more games for this team than we give him credit for. Mm -hmm. Kyle Shanahan, as good as he is, has not won without Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo has taken this team to a Super Bowl. He was in the NFC Championship last year. And every time he's down or every time he's out, we're saying, yeah, they're going to be all right because Jimmy G is not a huge part of what they do. That's a lie. That's a Jimmy G is an amazingly huge part of who the San Francisco 49ers are, and he was a big part of who they were this year. And the reason you go out and get Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy can be okay. We've seen guys come in and fill in for a starter without any film on them, without understanding how to attack them, and watch them have good days. Is Brock Purdy going to be able to do this against the Philadelphia Eagles, against the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs? We're, I don't want to Dis the rookie. I don't want to say that Mr. Irrelevant can't keep this team relevant. But the truth is this. Jimmy G was as important to this team as any player on the offense. And we have to recognize that that's why you go out and get those skilled players because you believe it can help him be everything he needs to you be. No, I totally agree with, with RC on this one. I mean, I do. However, this kid blew me away in this game. Talk to him. And the reason I say that is, He's playing against the Miami Dolphins. This is one of the, the most physical teams to face, and protection-wise, it's a disaster. Guys will be constantly blitzing in your face of, of a young quarterback. What I saw was a kid that had incredible poise. Like, I don't miss her irrelevant. I'm like, oh, my God, I thought it was Steve Bono going in there at 13. But I was like, there's no chance. This kid played like a poised veteran. Yeah. And so, to me, I still think they'll be fine because of those guys you mentioned, Christian McCaffrey in particular. They never had yeah. a back like this ever. So, to me, it, it's, you know, I don't think they're done, but I don't want to disrespect Jimmy G because yeah. I think he is a good quarterback. First, first of all, um, I would be shocked if they're not favorites next week against Tampa Bay. Second of all, he's got to score 20. This defense has had 20 scored on them once this year, and that was by the Kansas City Chiefs. That's pretty good. If you watch this young man play yesterday, and I called a couple of his games at Iowa State in college football, if he plays the way he did yesterday, there is no drop-off. That's not disrespectful to Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just the reality. Understand, look at him changing the play at the line of scrimmage. Hey, I know what the game plan is. What, Rex, you talked about veteran poise. Look at this. Not there. Hang in the pocket. Hang in the pocket. Throw the ball over that defender. I mean, that's not easy to do. Just the poise to not panic in this moment. We saw this playing the highlight. Unblocked defender. Hang in there. Get drilled and throw a post versus man coverage to George Kittle. How about this one? Understanding what the defense is doing to you. Move that linebacker and throw that in route there. So, not only did I see a guy that was capable, I saw what he knew what he was doing. He threw the ball on time. There's a reason why this offense, listen, 
If you get 65 snaps a game, find a way 30 of them to get to CMC and Debo. Boom. Again, this defense given up 20 once this year. Once. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. I understand what you're saying, and I, and I appreciate the tape and everything else. Here's the only thing I will say. You guys know, all have forgotten more about football than I will ever know, but I know the history of the game. If Brock, because we're not talking about can this team continue to be good. Yes. Right. We're talking, this was a Super, Win a Bowl, Super Bowl conversation. If this team goes to the Super Bowl with a rookie who was Mr. Irrelevant in the most oh. recent draft, it will be the most unusual story. It will be the if, only if they, if they, if, that has if, ever happened. If they, if, it has never happened. If before. they go right. to the Super Bowl and win it, this is bigger than Tom Brady winning it the first time. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is much. Uh, well, it, 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 mean, it means more about the organization, more about the team and the players around him, more about the coach yeah. if, Bro if Brock Purdy is able to do that. Uh, and I, I agree with that, RC, but they're not going to ask him to do much. We have to, like, the context of this football team. They've got a defense that is as good as anybody's. It might be the best defense in football. they got the best left tackle in football. They have two of the best playmakers in football. They have an offensive coach that has arguably the best play designer and play caller in football. Don't mess it up. That's the reality. I'm not – and here's the thing, too. I think we see people mess it up all the time, no, Dan. I agree with you. I think it's hard to mess it up in this system. I think it's hard to mess it up in Kyle's system that is so dependent upon, I need you to play point guard. I don't need you to create your own shot. The last thing I'll say about it with, uh, is this, Rex. They got two teams they got to go through. I think a Dallas Cowboy team that sometimes plays as average as the day is long and sometimes peaks, and then the Eagles. That's it yeah. in that conference, really. Well, I, I see this. First off, if we could put that stat back up there about that San Francisco, records. Jimmy yeah, G's yeah, records. Like, yeah. To me, somebody's played there, and they yeah. had the same thing, the same system and <laughs> yeah. all that. Oh, it's here's a different what system, I different players. But here's what I saw. A different player, Christian McCaffrey, certainly. But what I saw was a guy that was so prepared for the moment. I agree. That's yeah, what that. blew me away. Guys, the challenge, he's not going to face that that much more of a challenge than what the uh, Dolphins did. My God, they were coming at, at, at this guy, attacking him at all levels, changing uh, coverages and all that. This kid had answers. I was blown away by the preparation uh, of this kid. Uh, I think it's fair to say this. I said last week I was closer to saying San Francisco was the team to beat in the NFC than I was yeah, the I Cowboys were the team to beat for Philly. I agree with that. That it's, it's, it, it's ignorant and disrespectful to sit here and say that San Francisco is the team to beat in the NFC. Oh, yeah. They're one of the three still. All yeah. right, we will talk about that. Let's talk about the one that is right now number one. They're coming up next. The new favorites in the number NFC one, one. are the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, they lost. are the number Stop one it, Greeny. favorite. <laughs> it's not up to – I want to come back and tell you who's saying it, and it's not me saying it next. You're going to listen to this one. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are back on Get Up, and let's show you the top two teams in the NFC, beginning with the Cowboys last night against the Colts. If you didn't stay up late, you missed quite a flurry at the finish. Uh, we pick it up in the first quarter here. Cowboys down 3 nothing. C.D. Lamb. Story of their offense. Motion C.D. Try to get an easy throws, which they do in the shallow cross. He breaks the tackle, lands on the defender. Great awareness by him. Touchdown, Dallas. Colts are down 14-13. A minute left in the second, so they're right in this game. And then R.C., the tip always turns into the pay. Hey, Simpson overthrow. I get those. <laughs> Malik Hooker comes up with a big play after Brown makes the tip. This is huge for this team. When they turn the football over, they're one of the toughest team in the NFL. To and the Colts look like they might take the lead before halftime, and instead it's the Cowboys with another chance. Really good job. Third down, break the pocket. Michael Gallup yeah. continue to scrape with the quarterback. Dak finds him. Touchdown, Dallas. 21-13 at the break. Third quarter, same score. Colts right in it. Ryan, Alec Pierce. Listen, this is a big play. You have your guy on a 50-50 ball. He goes up, catches it high point. This is the team that feels like, uh-oh, we have a chance. So it's 21-19. This is going to be a ball game. And then the fourth quarter happens. same play he just scored on. They motion him shallow cross. And again, he makes a guy miss on the tackle. Physical at the end. Michael Gallup one-on-one. I like the ball placement by Dak. A little touch on the back shoulder fade. His second nice. touchdown of the night. So now it's 28-19. Hold on. Next drive for the Colts. Mo Alley-Cox can't do this. Tight end screen. You feel like, all right, good play on first down. Ball pops out. And then all of a sudden, Cowboys are having a party in the end zone. Look how much fun this defense is having. Malik Hooker takes it in. 34-19. Cowboys ensuing. Colts drive. Another interception. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> Don't hurt. Uh-huh. Out to the sideline. Credit Dallas. An easy takeaway on that right. man. That play, that play is huge. They lose Jordan Lewis. The young rookie Bland is playing excellent ball in the slot. And then they're looking to salt it away. And Tony Pollard brings the shaker. He's so fast. He is so fast. There is so much juice in Tony Pollard. We're seeing it game after game. The run game starting to dominate. They scored 33 in the fourth quarter. They win it 54-19. That was the last game of the day. Meanwhile, Let's talk about the real number one team. Oh, my goodness. Early wins. <laughs> Oh, oh my Jalen goodness. Hurts. And this is a showdown game against the Titans, right? Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. Soft coverage, third down. He's at the number three spot. He pushes vertical, runs away against man coverage. Slim Reaper. Later <laughs> in the drive, Jalen Hurts.
against Devontae Smith. Backside safety sees four strong. You create a one-on-one for Devontae on the post. He's got outside leverage. Nod, touchdown. 7-0 Eagles. Now, later in the first, how about this catch, RC, from Traylon Burks? Listen, he not only goes up and high points the ball in the end zone, he takes a vicious hit, head hits the ground, holds on to the ball. We hope he's okay, but this is a playmaker-type play. He would come off under his own power. Game tied at 7. And then the reminder, this is the A.J. Hurts uh, revenge game. Uh, excuse me, the A.J. Brown revenge game. Oh, no, it hurt. It hurt. hurt. The Titans hurt. Sure. Hey, hurt. 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 I don't care. That throwing catch is freaking perfect. Crazy. That's Jalen Hurts' greatest growth this year. And A.J. Brown's ability to go make it. And then they're like, you know what? If he stepped out of bounds, we're just going to call the same play. Just to the other side. He contacts the defender. He falls down. Easy touchdown for the Philadelphia offense. A.J. Brown with the touchdown. Eagles up 14-7. Talk your talk. Third quarter. Ooh. Now we're looking to put it away. Eagles had six sacks This on defensive the day. line, Greeny, in passing situations can play dominant football. You get those two-man stunts. All they're trying to do is create an angle. They were a very physical unit up front. And then I mentioned it was the A.J. Brown revenge game. How are you supposed to stop this, R.C.? Well, first off, how disrespectful is it that they throw it? This is knowing your man can't stop our guy and He's saying, guys, this is going to feel just like practice last year. So they both win going away. But here we go, Mr. Clark. This is not me. This is our analytics who now tell us the Dallas Cowboys have the highest chance of any team in the entire National Football League to make the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. They now have a 50-50 shot to get there and a 31% chance to win the Super Bowl. That is according to our our index. As another famous Mr. Clark once said, you smoke crack, don't you? (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) You smoke crack, don't you? Did you jump? Because I don't care what nobody says. If you've watched these teams play throughout the year, the, come on, Greeny. I know you've been. I know you've you you know, got, got the flu. I know you just got back. But go ahead, talk. Yeah. When you watched the Philadelphia Eagles play throughout this season, what was the one thing we said? This is the team that has trouble stopping the run. Yeah. They played one of the best run teams in the entire NFL yesterday, and they pound them, pound them, pound them. And then offensively, you see the growth in the passing game where yesterday wasn't about RPO. It wasn't about zone read. It was knowing I now have a guy that can beat your guy. Right. And if you're worried about him, I have another guy yes. that can beat your guy, Devontae Smith. About him? I have another one. <laughs> and so when you look at this team, I I just think the Philadelphia Eagles are stacked on both sides of the football. The Dallas Cowboys are coming. The Dallas Cowboys are continuing to ascend. But when you look at Jalen Hurts at playing at an MVP level, what this defense can do when they're completely tied in and then knowing the skilled players on the outside, it's still hard for me to say that anyone in the NFC has a better track to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And what did Bill Parcells always say? You are, you know, you are what, what, your record what your record is. is. Well, one team's got 11 wins. Yeah. The other one's got nine. And I'm sorry, I think the Eagles are the most complete football team. And when you see that pass rush, the six sacks right there, mm-hmm. that, what, what did they do? They go out and they, they get a pass rusher, right, Robert Quinn. Yep. They go out and they get, well, you can't stop the run. Oh, really? Yeah, have a Hassan Reddick already. tackles yeah. in there. And, and by the way, the, the rookie comes back in there, uh, Davis. I, this team is so complete right now, they can beat you with their defense by forcing turnovers, getting sacks, and, and smothering the run. They can beat you running the football. By the way, they uh, weren't they the number one yep. rushing team in the league last year? Yeah. Yeah. You, got a, you got a quarterback that runs like a tailback. And by the way, 
when he throws the ball down the field, he's at 58% completions of 25-plus yards throwing. Give me a break. That stat comes from him. Well, thank you. Why do you, you look perplexed? Did everybody close. watch the games yesterday? I, yeah. The Cowboys are lucky the Colts imploded. Oh, wait. The oh. Cowboys looked – I thought every- she was going on their side. No. Dude, I went to bed when it was 21-19 when Matt Ryan threw that touchdown pass, and I was like, ooh, I might wake up to it. Dude, the the Colts imploded. You guys were impressed by the Cowboys yesterday? Yes. For what? Hey, for hanging. They they started playing D, bro. On an NFL team. And by the way, that NFL team had Super Bowl aspirations to start. I can't help that they quit, that they let go of the road. I can't help that. Hold on. But. Yeah, no, in no, August. No, 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 no. You've been around, you've been around did, did him too guy, Wait, did the guy <laughs> in rushing He likes it, look. Did, did the guy lead the league in rushing last year? It was 21-19. Yes. They threw another shallow cross to CeeDee Lamb. The Colts defense can't tackle. All of a sudden, there's a tight end screen. Ball no, pops out. Cold defense ranked All of a sudden, it's a football game. Oh, come on, man. Going into that game, by the way. What were you impressed with offensively for them yesterday? What were you impressed with? Hanging 54 points on somebody. CeeDee Lamb. Damn, broke two tackles on shallow crosses. How about that Gallup, that, 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 that's, that's part of football, though, Dan. Dan, it's part of football maybe to create. Uh, it's part of football to rush the pass. Okay, so let, let, let me ask you the question this way. Because I, I, I'm, you already said something to this effect to me earlier today. The, the, the 49ers have lost their quarterback. The, everyone in the NFC, to use a South, to use your terminology, is average as fudge. At this point, <laughs> what must the Cowboys accomplish this year? If the Cowboys don't get to the NFC title game, it's their greatest disappointment in 25 years. Yeah, Easily. I agree with that. Yeah. They got to go through one healthy team. That's good. That's the Eagles. I don't think they're good enough to beat the Eagles, but they got to go through one team. San Francisco, yeah. I still think, is very good, but they're on their third-string quarterback. That's a reality. Yeah. I still think they're very good. But Dan, you got to go the, through a team with their third. Guys, they were up by two against the Colts. Right, but think about this, though, Dan. Dan I, 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 I do believe the Eagles are the best team, but think about this. They have to go through one healthy team, and you mentioned it. Sometimes they can be average, and then we, we, when we see the Dallas Cowboys play like they played against the Minnesota Vikings, they can look like the best team in the entire league. Going through one real team, you get to the NFC Championship and it's familiarity, yeah. it's contempt, and it's a, the, the, the Eagles versus the Cowboys. Anything can happen, and they're certainly talented enough, and they'll get Odell Beckham Jr. Dave, this week. Dave, okay, that changes the conversation, but they if they play yesterday, if they play that game that they did on Sunday Night Football <clears throat> versus Philadelphia versus San Francisco, the Colts versus almost the beat Seahawks, the Eagles. They're gonna Damn. lose. Damn. Two weeks ago, the Colts needed, the Eagles needed not one but two miracle plays from their quarterback to beat those Colts in the fourth quarter of a game that wound up much closer than this one. Where and Dallas it was a two-point game with 13 minutes to I go. can't believe you got me defending points. the Cowboys. <laughs> I never want to come on TV and do you, that. You can't watch both teams play. Who's better, Tennessee or Indy? We think Tennessee's a better football yeah. team. Right. Indy or Philadelphia blew their doors off. The Cowboys this, were lucky the no, Colts but the, we, we could see them against the Colts. It was kind of the same thing. The Eagles had a tough game. Like, football is not like that. It doesn't go, oh, you beat them, so you beat this team. Let me ask you a question. Is the game 60 minutes? 60 minutes. It is 60 That's minutes. correct. So if you go to bed be in the fourth quarter, <laughs> 9, you 30 points. <laughs> I watched it this morning, as always. <laughs> Tell him he's on crack. What are you doing? Hey, you crack. smoke crack, don't you? Do you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wednesday night, we have an end. We want to keep Greedy alive, guys. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> Wednesday night, Trey Young and the Hawks take it on Julius Randle and the Knicks. That's 7.30 Eastern. Then Jason Tatum and the Celtics take it on Devin Booker and the Suns. Coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 on ESPN and the ESPN app. Coming up, here's another one that made me a little sick yesterday. Red zone failures dooming the Jets. But is Mr. White still Mr. Right for New York? We'll answer that question right after this. Plus, the tide has turned in college football. No Bama in the college playoff. Does Nick Saban have a right to be upset? We'll answer that question directly next. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. How do you go from where you are to where you want to be? And I think you have to have an enthusiasm for life. You have to have a dream, a goal. You have to be willing to work for it. This is the work we do, V-Week at ESPN, partnering with the V Foundation, highlighting the urgent need for cancer research, game-changing research that saves lives. And you can join the fight, if you can, by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. We continue on Get Up. Jets and Vikings, what a game this was yesterday in Minnesota. Lots of twists and turns in the first half. Then it comes to this, fourth quarter. Vikes up 20-15, to 15, and for the entire day, Dan, they couldn't get Justin Jefferson stopped. I believe this is the one time that Sauce Gardner was not lined up on the off- defense's right side. Or excuse me, the offense's right side. That creates a one-on-one for Jefferson. Touchdown. Vikes up 27-15. Then it's Zonovan Knight doing the running for the Jets. He's become a good little player for them. They run the ball efficiently more often than not in the afternoon. You see the perimeter speed and then the race down the sideline. That sets up this. The Jets were just miserable in the red zone yesterday. Mike White ultimately, after a lengthy review, is found to have scored a touchdown here. Yeah, finally, because there were so many field goals for this offense, but... 
fourth down, fourth and goal. You go quarterback sneak. I love the push by everybody on the offense. 27-22. Jets get another chance. You talk about the red zone struggles. Fourth and ten. This is the play in which I fell in love with Mike White. Yeah, it's a great job. He drifts in the pocket a little bit. Fourth and ten. Throw an absolute pearl to Corey Davis on that in route. After the quarterback had gotten blasted on the play before. So that sets up this. Another fourth and goal. White, Braxton Berrios. You have to catch uh, this. Catch it, catch it. I mean, I think the defender might get a little bit of a piece on there, but Braxton Berrios is becoming such a reliable target. Make that catch. Jets get one more chance. Second and fourth. The Vikings Great 37. Eyes. No timeouts. Garrett Wilson is so good. Great eyes. Get the defender to fall down on that flat route. Throw the, the corner route behind him. Fourth and ten. Try to be overly aggressive here. Got to get the ball. Credit in Minnesota to get that pick. So the Vikings hang on and win what was, depending on, on how you viewed it, an extremely exciting game and 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 get frustrating as can be and so Rex I will turn to you as one who has a lot of the same allegiances that I do how should a Jet fan feel coming out of that game yesterday in which they were getting blown out early they looked uncharacteristically awful and fought all the way back and almost won the game yeah two things I mean disappointed for sure but I'm excited about this team and to me I'm happy with this look you outplayed a team that was nine and two and how bad did they outplay them by 200 yards. Yeah. They had 200 more yards than your, your opponent, a 9-2 and two football team. So I am super encouraged. The other thing is this team got down. They got down quite a bit in the first half, and they came storming back. So there's no quit in this team like, like we saw the Colts do. Mm-hmm. All right, This is the exact opposite of that. This team's competing their tails off. They're competing like a playoff football team. And so I'm super encouraged. But the, at the same time, so disappointed in the outcome. First off, your wide receiver is an absolute superstar. Freak. Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson. is a freak show. Yeah. So that, that's the first thing. But I feel like this is a missed opportunity. I, I think still when I look at the Minnesota Vikings, I don't see them as one of the elite. I, I can't thought coming into this weekend, the Jets were the better football team. And when you're the better football team and you're trying to change an entire organization, and Rex knows this because he did this with the New York Jets, you got to go win this game. You got to go show that you can compete against teams that, that people who don't understand football don't expect you yeah. to. Mike White made enough plays to get this team in position to win. You have to win this game. These are the games that put you in better playoff position. These are the games that give you opportunities to continue to challenge the Buffalo Bills for the AFC East. And so, so to me, whether, whether you're encouraged or not, you have to be better and finish. I would agree that it's a missed opportunity, but only if Mike White doesn't learn from it. You know, like, while he gave him enough to potentially win the game, he also played poorly enough early on yes. to dig themselves that big hole. You know, started slow, mechanically was poor. I think he's got to realize two things. The little mistakes become big mistakes against good football teams. And then, guys, he's got to be in these moments. Like, it's first and ten, need a touchdown, 34 seconds. He's never been in this, where that defender just falls off. First and ten, you can kick that ball out to the flat. You're going to get at worst five or six yards and out of bounds. Then you're in second and five. Instead, the throwaway on first and second down becomes third Run and this is the moment for me where you got to learn from this because break the pocket at one. Run! Run! You get six or seven yards and out of bounds to get the fourth and three. You might get a first down, another throw away. Dan, but, you, Dan but you think he's throwing that away? I feel like he could have made that throw, though. I, I agree, but like yeah, I, I think yeah. that you sit there in that moment and you watch that tape because this becomes fourth and Hail Mary, essentially. Yeah. You watch that tape and you go, man, I've never been in that moment where, like, 
you try to calm yourself down and what's the play on that? That's what Joe Burrow's great at. Like, can he learn from that moment to go, oh, I'm just going to go get six or seven yards and get out of bounds because, my, hey, Mike, look at, look at my play call on fourth and three. I got eight options. On right. fourth and ten, I got two. Right. You know, I just think he's got to learn from that. A very quick final word. Just from the, Is there any question he's their quarterback the rest of the season? No, 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 because if he plays uh, the rest of their games the way he, plays, he played in the, the second, second half, half they could be anybody in the AFC. Yeah. All right. We'll leave that there for the moment because we get to the college here. It was an unbelievable NFL day. We have many more things to get to, but let's do it because we got four left. Uh, 14 weeks of the college football season have come and gone, and the playoff committee has made the choices we've been waiting all year for. Georgia, Michigan in for the second consecutive year at one and two. TCU for the first time ever at three. Ohio State jumps in from five to take the final spot. So it's Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan TCU in the college football playoff. Here we go. Heather and Paul, simple as it can be. Heather, did they get the decisions right? Yes, they did, Greeny, and it was an unusual year because the selection committee had to consider three teams that did not win their conference titles, TCU, Ohio State, and Alabama. I asked selection committee chair Boo Corrigan about that and how it changed the conversation in the room. And without that tiebreaker, they turned to the resumes. And when you look at the resumes, TCU's regular season win against K-State trumped anything on Ohio State's resume and Alabama's resume. They loved the comeback win in the regular season, won by 10 points. And oh, by the way, as we sit here today, TCU can still say that it has a win over the Big 12 champions. That's better than Ohio State's win against Penn State and, quite frankly, anything on Alabama's resume. That said, uh, Paul, Paul, your friend Mr. Saban was doing some lobbying over the weekend, as you would expect. Do the Alabama fans have a right to feel as though this was taken from them today? No, they don't, because I don't even think Nick Saban believed what he was saying as he went door to door Saturday night on any cable or network that would have him. It, it, he, his, uh, his argument just simply didn't work, Greeny, because he, as Heather said, the resume doesn't back it up. He doesn't, have a, he, he doesn't have a great win. He has a couple of good wins. He's got some great losses, but great losses will not catch you in the CFP, as we have learned. And ultimately, his comments, he is the greatest coach of all time, but his comments went on deaf ears. Let me ask you the question a different way, though, because while in all candor, I happen to agree with the decisions that were made. The very easy argument to make on the other side, Paul, is that if you put Alabama in this field right now, if you put Alabama and TCU on a neutral field, Alabama would be at least a 10-point favorite. Should that matter when they make these decisions? Paul. That is correct, and no, it should not matter. Greeny, let's not forget, Alabama was a prohibitive favorite in Knoxville and in LSU. That doesn't matter at all because Nick Saban is always the favorite. We can't use that as a criterion because if we did, he would have never lost a game and he would have 15 national championships and they would shut the sport down because it would be Nick Saban everywhere. So it's a, it, that was, to me, the weakest argument he had. And, the, and he used that argument, Greeny, because he didn't have any other argument. Yeah, he finished well. Almost everyone finished well but Ohio State. Heather, you look like you were ready to jump out of your chair when I asked that question. Why? <laughs> one line, Greeny, one line. We'll answer that. Because the selection committee makes this decision here in Grapevine, not in Las Vegas. Period. <laughs> so, so explain that to me. What you're saying is that it doesn't make any difference. There's, if they're trying to pick the four best teams, is Alabama not one of the four best teams? As simple as that, Heather. 
If Alabama was one of the four best teams, it would have been one of the four, one of the two best teams in the SEC. It wasn't. wasn't even playing for its uh, conference title. Look, we can argue about this all day. Alabama fans are still blowing up my Twitter account, but at the end of the day, they have no statement win. If you want to talk about Mississippi State as your best win, a one-point win on the road against Texas and its backup quarterback, that's what you're hanging your hat on? That's it. No. Fair enough. How about the seeding very quickly here? Ohio State goes in at four, TCU at three. They avoid, avoid a, a rematch of the game until the final if it winds up there. Heather, what do you think of the seeding? Well, I thought the seeding was based on the team's performances and no particular avoidance on the selection committee to avoid a rematch in the semifinal between Ohio State and Michigan. If that's what it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fabulous national championship if you see the Big Ten's two best rivals face off when it matters the most again in a rematch, it would be awesome. But if it doesn't happen, it's not because the committee tried to avoid it in a semifinal. Paul, who's going to win? Who's, when it's all said and done, who's the win? Georgia is going to win. Yeah, I think it's going to be Georgia. Uh, they've been the best team all year long, Greeny. Okay, fair enough. So in what can only be described as a colossal upset in a year in which two Big Ten teams make the college football playoff, Paul says the SEC will wind up holding up the trophy. Guys, outstanding work all year long. Thank you. we got a lot more to look forward to. Also, we're reminded we got the Jimmy V Classic working tomorrow night on ESPN. you got Illinois taking on Texas. Then you got Iowa and Duke. Always a great night for a great cause to donate to the Jimmy V Foundation. Go to v.org. Coming up, a Sunday showdown. Mahomes magnificent, Burrow brilliant, Bengals better. Are they now the team to beat? We'll answer that question directly next. 